Hey folks, CA Rachana Ranade here and I welcome you all to another episode of Finance Simplified, the podcast where we discuss practical tips and strategies to achieve financial stability. So, let's get started. I recently read a, a social media post which had went pretty much viral which mentioned about a fact that cyclist is bad for the economy. When I started reading it as I I thought like what's the connection? But the connection that was established was that if a person is cycling very regularly, number 1 that person doesn't save uh, doesn't spend on petrol, doesn't spend on buying newer and newer vehicles and spends less on healthcare so such a person would not be contributing a lot towards the economy while one side of this story is pretty much logical i thought that there has to be a other side to the story and there like there are certain disadvantages there have, has to be some advantages of cycling to the economy as well well like i mentioned right now the author had talked about these three disadvantages of cycling right but again every one has his or her own thought process i definitely respect the thought process of the author but i would want to also place my thought process for the same right for for me for example if a person is saving on petrol is if he is not spending on petrol i think that's a good point for the economy so instead of that being counted as a disadvantage i would want to count it as an advantage right even one more point that we talked about that this person is going to spend less on healthcare again i would say this is not an advan- disadvantage in fact that is an advantage and i would want to add one more advantage that is of reduced air pollution and with all these three advantages in place now i can tell you that with all these things we can actually get an annual benefit of 1.7 trillion rupees and i'm sure you are going to be like asa kasa kai let's start with the very first benefit that is the obvious one savings in fuel cost but the question is how much according to a report by the energy and resources institute it is estimated that a 50% substitution of short distance work trips under 8 kilometers could result in the total fuel expenditure savings of 27 billion rupees i'm sure everyone also knows that we are a net importer of crude oil and that is the reason why if we consume less petrol our fiscal deficit is obvious obviously going to be benefited basically our imports will be less and our fiscal and our fiscal strength will increase but then this is at an economy level and i'm sure you also have one more question that why cycles can't we just use evs and save on petrol agreed that is also an answer but we are going to talk about evs in the coming sections of the video but before that let me discuss one more point we did discuss about the economy level what about the individual level how much could we save so for that i'll give you my own example my office and my house is roughly 3 kilometers apart so 3 kilometers one way two way will be 6 kilometers and if i were to travel 25 days in a month the total uh, distance would be around 150 kilometers if i add another 50 kilometers here and there total will be 200 kilometers and my car barely gives 10 rupees uh, 10 liters ka average so i will have to purchase 20 liters of petrol every month at 105 rupees rate in pune so my total outflow for petrol will be 2100 rupees and i'm sure you would be like itne sare paise ka kya kijiyega aap well this money even if you feel is a small amount this money can help you to earn and save lakhs of rupees but how for that you can use this money to enroll for our mastering money management course through which you will learn the seven steps to get financially independent The second point is about savings due to health benefits. Now globally it has been seen that a sedentary lifestyle has adverse impacts on the mental and physical health of the people. 
more sedentary life a person has the probability or the chances that the person will be affected by a non communicable disease is on a higher side now if i were to give you examples of what are ncds they could be something like a cardiovascular disease something like a heart attack or it could be cancer or diabetes or any chronic respiratory disease now the treatment of all these ncds is going to have a huge financial burden on our economy and it's going to have a huge outlay on our economy and i'm sure you might be like okay if if a person is actually detected with any of these diseases it will be a burden on that person how can how on earth can be it a burden on the economy right well for that you have to understand that there are a lot of government hospitals there will be a lot of government employees as well who whose entire medical thing will be taken care of by the government there will be lot of people who will be going to certain hospitals which are semi funded by the government so more and more people getting admitted to these hospitals finally whose burden it is going to be on it is going to be a burden on the economy and to what tune as per the research report by world economic forum and harvard school of public health they have estimated that india will incur an economic loss of 4.58 trillion dollars for the period of 2012 to 2030 due to the prevalence of non communicable diseases in fact according to who in india 40% of the household expenses of for treating the ncds are financed either by household borrowing or by sale of assets but instead of going through this entire pain if we use a bicycle for at least half of our trips with a distance of less than 5 kilometers then due to an enhanced health condition we will have a net present value of savings worth rupees 1435 billion over a 15 years period from 2016 to 2031 well one thing needs to be understood that there are a lot of assumptions in the reports that i am discussing there are a lot of assumptions like how much average distance will be traveled by a person how many people will actually get inspired and will start cycling how many people will continue the habit of cycling because we know our habits right they start on the 1st of january and end on hmm, you know that right so there will be a lot of assumptions involved but i feel that all these assumptions even if you are taking may not be to the tune of whatever this report mentions still i am sure you have understood that this if if you really start cycling this can save pretty much a lot of money for the economy one more disclaimer is that whatever report i am referring to latest data what has been discussed in this report is the 2018 data we are in 2023 right now and by now the crude oil prices have definitely shot up so i hope all and even healthcare expenditure has shot up so all in all will there be a good amount of saving answer is yes the third point is about savings due to reduction in air pollution and i'm sure again you are be like you are going to be like how come there will be a lot of saving due to reduction in air pollution now for that we have to again understand a point that if the overall air quality is very low due to pollution then the chances or the probability of a person Uh, developing some lung related disease is going to be on a higher side i'm sure people who are around delhi are going to definitely agree to this point that i'm saying right uh, in fact it has been seen that where air pollution is pretty high the mortality rate due to lung diseases is on a comparatively higher side and again i'm sure you'll be able to correlate that if there are a lot of people who are staying in polluted areas then they going in for hospitalization for lung related problems is going to be high again who is going to bear the cost there are going to be same logic is same government hospitals government employees semi funded government hospitals again that burden is going to be high now how much could that be 
so for that again i referred to a report which said that in a moderate scenario with 50% substitution of motorized vehicles by cycling for trips under an average of 8 kilometers 241 billion rupees can be saved and isn't that a huge amount again answer is obviously yes but then finally like i said in the beginning what about electric vehicles the the point here is that number 1 whatever i have read about electric vehicles uh, i haven't heard about electric vehicles which are charging because of the solar energy on the go like we are driving and it is getting charged because of the solar power i have never heard about such a thing uh, number 2 again uh, if we are charging the sol- uh, our, our vehicle ev by a traditional source of electricity we are again damaging our environment to some extent we are using up coal finally to uh, generate electricity and to use electricity right this third point that i wanted to tell you this is based again on a report which mentions that emissions from cycling can be more than 30 times lower for each trip than driving a fossil fuel car and about 10 times lower than driving an electric one all in all i can say that yes for sure if you use all these points that we discussed right now that can definitely save tons of money for our economy Now let's do a quick recap of the three benefits that we talked about and the amounts that we as an economy can save due to all these three points. If we talk about personal fuel savings, I've also mentioned how many trips have to be substituted by the bicycle and the methodology or the reports that we have referred to, how much value will be saved that will be 27 billion rupees by health benefits, 1435 billion rupees will be saved by reduced air pollution, 241 billions will be saved. So all in all total benefits that will be saved that will be 1.7 trillion rupees for the economy thank you for joining us on this episode of finance simplified where we try to understand how to choose an investment strategy i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and also found some value in it if you did don't forget to share this podcast with your friends till then take care jai hind